Hello. I'm trying a different format this week. I'm trying audio. Um, thought I'd give them all a go. I've done video, I've done pure text, and now I'm doing audio. Um, would love some feedback on which ones you've enjoyed the most, not for the content, but for specifically the medium. Um, I just didn't really feel like writing today. Um, and I've been meaning to do like a podcasty type one for a bit. So here, here we are. Um, how, how are we all doing tonight? Um, <laughs> I, um, I'm okay. Um, this week's kind of sucked. I had a bit of a downswell. I think a lot of people that I know have been hitting a downswell recently. Um, it's been really tough. Lockdown three is not okay. <laughs> it really sucks. Um, and the thing that I'm grappling with the, with the most at the moment, sorry, I'm just closing my window. Um, the thing that I'm grappling with most at the moment is just the unknown. And I was talking about it with my therapist this week and she kind of called it like this unrelenting flatness. Um, Cause you don't want to like tumble into the void because I feel like we'd go cuckoo bananas um, or, you know, worse. Um, and you can't stay positive anymore because <laughs> every time we've had some hope it's been dashed so you're just left with this kind of like kind of acceptance but not acceptance it's like it's like okay I just got to get on with this but it's still not quite acceptance because I think to accept it you have to then lean into the grief of everything that we've lost in the last year and I, I, I mean I personally don't feel able to do that so it's just kind of stuck in this limbo of like, <laughs> all the time. And it, it's, it is really hard to like maintain the rhythm of, of everyday living when you're stuck in that sludge, um, which is definitely what it feels like for me. Um, and one thing I've been struggling with is I, this time last year, almost exactly a year ago, I started taking antidepressants for the first time ever. Um, don't really know why I put it off for so long, um, but they were dramatically life-changing for me. Um, I was in a period of like really intense insomnia, like I did a lot of work on that, and then the antidepressants helped me like get out of that. Um, and I upped my dose in, I wanna say October, and that was huge because um, I'd hit another downswell and I needed another boost to get out. And that helped me make quite a few really big decisions about my life that I don't think I would have been able to do had I not been on stronger medication. Um, but now in this period of intense flat flatness, numbness, like whatever sludge, like whatever you want to call it, um, I'm finding myself feeling quite confused because there's a lot of side effects that come along with antidepressants and one thing I found since, especially since upping my d 
dose is I can't cry. Um, and I'm a huge crier. I, prior to taking medication, I would cry at car adverts because I thought they were so moving. Um, huge crier, many tears all the time. Um, sometimes not in a super positive way um, because I, what I tended to do was to not feel anything in real time and then store it up and then let it all out in a big release and a big cry. And my therapist was kind of like, that's not actually that healthy. Um, and I was like, oh, feels good though. Um, <laughs> but now I can't do that. So I feel like I can't exercise and that is E-X-O-R size, X-O-R size, my bad feelings because I can't cry. I can't like have this huge like release of emotions like I would normally and it makes me feel like constipated honestly like it feels horrible and also at the same time one of the other side effects of antidepressants um I'm on um fluoxetine or Prozac um, and I'm on 40 milligrams um a day had to pause there and restart hopefully that was a seamless transition that none of you noticed but I'm just getting used to using uh, voice memos to its full potential um yeah, I'm on I'm on 40 milligrams of a Prozac and it really kills the old libido. It really pushes it down. Um, and for most of my adult life so far, I have used my sexuality as a way of kind of figuring out how I'm doing and how I'm feeling and again to release a lot of emotions and again that's been sort of pushed down and this kind of feeling of like stagnation and like stuckness um but at the same time I'm aware that the flatness of the the flatness feeling that we're feeling because we're in a third lockdown the pandemic is still raging also contributes to that feeling but in my brain the logical thing for me to do is be like okay i know what the reason for this is the reason for this is my antidepressants and instead of being rational and being like hey maybe it's just a really shit time and maybe everybody's feeling this to some extent i'm like let's do something impulsive because that will help me feel something told this to my therapist she was like can you can you not <laughs> maybe not the best idea right now um and she was like you are obviously feeling very frustrated very stagnated very like constipated whatever and you want to transplant that feeling onto something um but then what happens when you stop taking your antidepressants and the crying comes back and the sexuality comes back but there's nothing you can do about it and you're still stuck in the flatness and I was like yeah fair enough that's probably probably a good shout but I guess I mean the reason that I'm talking about this is just because it's it's very interesting to me like how how do we like keep going and and not to be like morbid or bleak or whatever, but just I was talking to 
somebody about this, like, we're not meant to... Oh, it was my downstairs neighbour, that's who I was talking to about it. We're not meant to encounter the void constantly, all the time. Human beings... We, I don't think that we've evolved <laughs> to cope with our own existence at all. Um, we reached like a point of self-awareness and then got stuck. <laughs> um, and now we're in this like really unique position in the world where so many of us are just staring at ourselves and our lives and human beings aren't used to doing that. And and it's really, really, really hard. Um, and I think the, th the things that are coming out of that are just super fascinating to me. Like all this week, I've been obsessed with finding out more about um, the allegations against Army Hammer that he is a cannibal. Um, and I found it so, so funny, so funny. And it's unusual to me because I don't tend to have like the super darkest sense of humor. Um, and I think if it wasn't the context that we're in right now, I don't think I'd, I'd be like, oh my God, that's so horrible. But instead the memes that are coming out of, out of it make me howl, <laughs> howl with laughter. And I think it's just the absurdity of it. Um, when something that horrifying kind of breaks through this barrier of flatness and you're just like what the fuck is going on it's uh yeah i've been i've been thinking about that i've been thinking about that quite a lot but i don't know i guess i don't really have a lot to say this week other than like good job for keeping going i guess because it's really really fucking hard um even if sometimes it feels easy i think that's the con of this is that because there's not a lot going on and there's not a lot we can do other than sit around it feels like it should be easy um but it's not it's, it's really, really, really hard. But we keep on. We keep on going. And, and we will make it through to the other side. All right. Thanks for tuning in to this week's Open At Your Own Peril. My name's Freddie. Um, I'll see you next week. <laughs>